Over the last few weeks, we have covered a wide variety of topics. We spent a week providing some updates mm -hmm. on, you know, on um, exercise and treatments of different things and the way that we're thinking about different things. Last week, we talked about disruptive behaviors, including right. ADHD and conduct disorder and disruptive mood dysregulation disorder. Right. This week, we're going to kind of merge those a little bit, and we're going to provide an update on um, what we're currently thinking about and doing with ADHD. Right. Yeah, we're always, uh, you and I have been dealing with ADHD since we started. I mean, right. everybody who's in this business has been dealing with it since they began. Right. It's been around since the 30s. It's been around forever. Forever. Um, but um, we're always amazed. You and I talk about this all the time. You think that the last word has been right. said on ADHD. You know, surely there's nothing else to add, you know, but information keeps coming out. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there's been, there have been 32,000 articles and books written about ADHD. Right. Okay. One of the reasons it's so popular, it's a funny word to use, yeah. but why it's so commonly discussed and written about is that so many people have it. Right. Um, it's about a 20 to 24% uh, prevalence rate. Depending on where you're right. at. What age group and right. all that. So. Um, so it's a very large group. And when you have a large group like that, that relies on medication, mm -hmm. <clears throat> businesses who are, businesses who, uh, whose stock and trade is the development of medications, right. um, are rubbing their hands together because this mm -hmm. is such a large market. Right. I mean, if you're in the drug business, you're gonna build drugs. And, and some of you have heard about this on the news. Remember that man, Sakali or something, mm -hmm. and he took this medication that was selling for a few dollars a pill and raised the price up to several yeah. thousand dollars a pill. It's because not many people ha needed that medication. Right. Okay. And so, but here, you, any disorder where you have large numbers of people, for example, high blood pressure, mm -hmm. um, heart problems, um, joint problems. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Many, many, many people have those disorders. So if you're in the drug business, yeah. you're going to develop medications for those markets because those markets are so large. Right. You're not going to spend a lot of money on a market that's very, very tiny. Mm -hmm. Okay. So over the years, drug companies have spent billions of dollars, mm -hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars, developing drugs for these um, things. And today there are 32 right. medications. The reason we wanted to start with medications when we did this update is because medication is the first line of treatment right. for ADHD. Right. I mean, whatever article you read, it's the same story. That first right. of all, you begin with some type of medication so that the child becomes available for therapy. Right. And that, that's probably worth repeating every few years. Right. Because or people, every few days. Or every few days. Because people forget and they say, well, right. I don't want to drug my children. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. All the studies have been done mm -hmm. that have been done suggest that the first line of treatment is going to be medication. Right, it, not the only line, but no. it's the first line. First, so you you administer medication to make the child, as you said, uh, available for the therapy and for the other work that we're going to be doing. And so right. we'll be talking about that as the week goes. Right, and I, and I would urge parents. If you're raising a child who's truly hyperactive, mm -hmm. you're going to want some relief, right? Because they are, unless you live on a farm right. or something, but they are going to be. It's ADHD is an enormous challenge. It's an yeah. enormous challenge for parents. It's an enormous challenge for kids in school and their mm -hmm. teachers. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, so today we're as you said, we're going to start off with uh, updating about medications, right? 
Um, mm -hmm. There are um, a surprisingly high number of medications. Uh, I'm, all, I'm, I'm always surprised. Yeah. When I started in mm -hmm. a long time ago, mm -hmm. there were three medications. Yeah. And we didn't use one of them. Right. So, so really, you had two. Right. Okay. There was Ritalin and, and uh, Dexedrine. Right. There wasn't. It was just the the common. What was, was the other the one? Siler. Siler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was Pamelor. Yeah. Pamelor. Yeah. Siler. But nobody used it. Okay. Right. So we would say to parents, well, you can use this or this, mm -hmm. and methylphenidate or the Ritalin products, methylphenidate products were generally used for kids who had. Um, hyperactivity mm -hmm. and dexedrine more for kids who had uh, inattention okay mm -hmm. but even in those years we had only started to differentiate between mm -hmm. inattentive and hyperactive right. types of ADHD so so we would say to parents well there's three medications you can take your pick mm -hmm. you know we use these two in this country I think Pamela was more uh, commonly used in the United Kingdom okay. okay but we had two to choose from that was in 1980 yeah and now we have 32. 32. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That are available. Yeah. And so we, we have a link to a, an article that lists all 32. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, what, what's great about this list is it includes medications that are used that are FDA approved as well as five that yeah. are not FDA approved for ADHD mm -hmm. um, that are, but are commonly used for ADHD. Right. Yeah. These are drugs that you've heard uh, black box warnings, you know, mm -hmm. that, that we know they weren't developed specifically to use with ADHD, right. but they have some therapeutic effects. Right. So you're allowed to use them. Right. Okay. It's like a, well, first of all, no drug is ever tested on children. Right. Okay. Would you would you let your child sign up for a drug study? Right. Okay. Not until it gets past a certain to level, a certain okay. phase in the development where we know it's safe. But right. so drugs that have been developed for adults can also be used with children. Right. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. And so drugs that are developed for one disorder, if they seem to work for a second disorder, right. you can use it with that caution. It right. wasn't designed for this, but it's effective. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, the, the other thing I like about this table that they provide is it's the date at which it was FDA approved. Right. And, and of course, our oldest is, um, is Ritalin, Ritalin, 1955. Right. That was when it was FDA approved. And 1955, mm -hmm. that was, Almost as ago. old as I am, right? Almost. So that's how long these medications, but, but the reason we mention that is because these medications were first used back in the 30s, mm -hmm. but, but they weren't developed for ADHD. Right. We, we discovered it accidentally. In 1955, we had the first medication specifically designed, built um, for kids with ADHD. Right. So these medications have been used now for 60 years, Right. okay, yeah. uh, 63 years. They've been around, they've been used a long time on large numbers of children. Right. So it's probably safe to say you don't need to worry about safety or efficacy because right. yeah. it's there. However, 32 medications suggest that different medications may work for different children. Right. Okay. And that's, that's, what we're, that's what's evolving here in this right. market. And I, I guess we should say, Ritalin is the oldest, uh, 1955, but Dexedrine was around before that. You, you mentioned the 1930s. Dexedrine was, right. was around it was 37. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, and we gave it to soldiers. Yeah, but it's and not as pilots in World War II. Right. We gave speed. Um, yeah. So so yeah, the um, there are a lot of options and and different right. medications for different things. Um, some medications like uh, 
Concerta, um, <coughs> Focalin, and some of those medications have to be uh, right. are, are methylphenidate based, but they have to be swallowed in a capsule. Right. Um, but there are new medications now for mm -hmm. for those who have difficulty swallowing capsules. Um, things like uh, Quilivant um, has a liquid version and a chewable version. Quillachew, I like that name. Yeah, Sounds like something out of um, what's that game? Pokemon. I like Quillachew. That's my favorite Pokemon character. <coughs> that sounds that sounds judgmental. You're, Why? You're being you're being. Why? I don't know. Why I don't know. Listen. Oh, he's irritable. Um, <laughs> cranky. Daytrana is another right. medication. That's a patch. It's a patch. Uh, it does sound like a Pokemon. You're right. It, it's just. I'm upset that I didn't think of that, and you thought about it. <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm being slow today. You. Um, so you've, you've brought me to this point. So it's your fault. <laughs> I just can't believe you mentioned Pokemon. I had to think about it for a moment. I couldn't dredge it out of my... What was that word? Pokemon. Out of my lexicon. Um, but Daytrona is a patch right. uh, that's, mm -hmm. that can be used. Again, um, and what a lot of people will do is they will put apply the patch to their child while the child is still asleep. It was such a great... So, it, so what you working. see here with these medications is it's a it's a different delivery system mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so different medications some are chew some are chewable some are mm -hmm. liquid some are pills this patch seemed like a great idea yeah. because you could put it on the child mm -hmm. while the child was still in bed or asleep right. okay right. so that when the child got up in the morning the medication was already um, working and working mm -hmm. okay so that it helps them get up and get going and right, especially because right. you have a hard time sleeping brings them back to consciousness and and they're already, be, you know, getting through breakfast and getting dressed. And that right. can be a very difficult time for some children. And so this medication offered great promise. Uh, we tried it with one of our children, mm -hmm. but he was allergic to the, um, his skin is real it's, sensitive. He's allergic sticky. to the glue. Mm -hmm. you know. yeah. But it seemed like a great idea. But they would fall off during the day and right. you know, th things like that. So, um, And the other thing that the drug manufacturers are trying to do is they're trying to lengthen the ef um, effective right. time. Mm -hmm. um, when these medications first came out, they have what's called a very fast half-life. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. in and out of your body very quickly, uh, usually in three or four hours. Right. So what the manufacturers have tried to do is lengthen the time mm -hmm. that they're effective because many children will be on medication while they're at school, but mm -hmm. it'll wear off by the time they have to get home and do homework. Right. That's another set of challenges for right. parents. And the problem is if you give a stimulant late in the day, mm -hmm. it might keep them up at night. Right. Okay. So it's always been a bit of a challenge. So many of the new medications have been brought to market because they give a, they have a, a much longer half-life. They, right. they're, they're effective for some of them. There's a medication being developed right now, it's not on the market, that promises to be a 24-hour uh, stimulant, that wow. it, it's working all 24 hours. How it's they not, sleep? Not been, I don't know. It's well, not been FDA approved yet, but um, it's very one. close. I think it's in its, I think it's in the third phase of, of mm -hmm. trial. Could come next year. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So some of them they're working on it through by changing the half life, which basically right. basically uh, relates to how long it's in your system. Mm -hmm. The other way that they're doing it is that they're becoming very fancy with their delivery system. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. um, Concerta, for example, has a very um, uh, ingenious delivery system right. with the capsule itself, where the capsule is um, porous and it absorbs um, water right. while it's in your um, in your stomach and um, in your GI system. It'll absorb water, and as it absorbs water, <coughs> yeah, there's a mechanism in it that kind of expands, and it will um, right. release um, the medication. It's activated 
Uh, yeah, but, it'll yeah. release the medication through the through the capsule um, as it absorbs the, right. the water. So it's, it's an ingenious system to right. make it last, uh, you know, up to the ten to twelve hours. That's right. Yeah, and and it gives you that that longer time period. Right. But again, every kid is going to be different. So you, mm -hmm. you say, well, it's about twelve hours, but that means eight to twelve right. or six to twelve. Mm -hmm. So so. For all that that we were just talking about with the methylphenidate, with the mm -hmm. different delivery systems, they have the same thing for amphetamine-based right. um, medications. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in, in amphetamine-based, like Adderall and, and Vyvanse, those are among the most commonly prescribed uh, of these medications. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Adderall, uh, according to this uh, table, is is the highest prescribed, most commonly prescribed right. medication. Um, Vyvanse mm -hmm. is the most commonly prescribed. Um, brand name right, uh, right. And, and Vyvanse is, is relatively new it's 2012 but right. it's a it's what okay. they call a pro drug uh, another ingenious um, yeah. uh, thing that they mm -hmm. that they created with that um, by adding a, a lysine molecule to it so that it has to go through the digestive system to mm -hmm. be able to be activated so it's really um, mm -hmm. extremely difficult um, I guess we'll just say I, I never want to say something's impossible but it's extremely difficult to abuse it right. because of that. So it has to go through the, the digestive system. Right, and that's the problem. People worry about addiction right. with these drugs because they can be highly addictive. And right. later in the week, we're gonna talk about um, kid, usually uh, students, teenagers and young adults who take these medications mm -hmm. when they don't really need them. Right. There's some research that's being done on that now. Yeah. So we'll talk about that later. But if you if you do need them, the chances of addiction go way down. Right. In fact, most of us now advise, because of some studies done at Harvard, that you want to go ahead and use these medications mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. kids who um, who really need them. Right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. As a way of warding off uh, later addiction problems. Right. Now, again, on this uh, in this table uh, of medications, there are a few that are listed that are not FDA approved. Um, right. One is uh, ProVigil, mm -hmm. which is a a stimulant of sorts. It's not of really a stimulant, right. but it's is a stimulant. It works on a very different system. Mm -hmm. um, Provigil has a fascinating history because it was actually developed. You know, uh, it, it's like you want to see that tagline um, created by doctors for doctors because <laughs> right. uh, it was a it's a non-amphetamine based stimulant that was created for physicians who have to work you know over overnight in, in emergency departments and things like that to keep them alert and, and awake without giving them you know the, sh the jitters and stuff like that right. that can potentially come from amphetamine based medications mm -hmm. um, some others um, um, they call alpha agonists um, oftentimes uh, blood pressure medications Many uh, blood pressure yeah mm -hmm. like 10x and cl um, clonidine or catapress um, and there's a couple of different delivery systems for those as well right and the new ones now that you're going to see that probably will be prescribed. Um, 10X is a very is an old oh, drug. Yeah. It's been around um, for a long time. Long time, but um, some manufacturers have have um, revised them, sort of resurrected them under brand names, mm -hmm. and the brand names are Intunive. Right. And that's one of the names that you see frequent right. uh, frequently prescribed. There's another called Capve with a yeah. K, um, and so these are some new versions of 10X. Uh, they are new. Non-stimulant. That's um, right. You know, the f one of the first ones was Stratera, yeah. uh, which isn't a alpha agonist. It's actually a SNRI, so um, serotonin norepinephrine mm -hmm. reuptake inhibitor. Uh, so it works a little bit different. It takes longer to become effective. Right. Uh, most of the stimulants medications work very mm -hmm. quickly. Um, these take a little bit longer. Right. So, um, yeah, if, if you can't take a stimulant for some reason, 
Um, there is this drug called Stratera. We've had mixed success with Stratera. Right. Yeah. We were, it had great promise. We were really excited about right. it, but it hasn't um, been as effective as we had hoped right. for a lot right. of kids. Uh, so there are some, but there are some non-stimulant um, uh, right. options out mm -hmm. there, uh, but they do take a little bit longer to work and, yeah. and, and all. Yeah, and of these 32 medications, 11 of them, um, well, 14, or 13 of them are methylphenidate based, and 11 are dexedrine or amphetamine based. Amphetamine based yeah. And so of the, of the um, 27, um, 24 fall into the, in one of those two categories. Yeah. So clearly, you're probably going to be taking some type of a stimulant right. because 24 of the 27 are stimulants. Tw 27 <coughs> are FDA approved. Um, right. The other five are not FDA approved. That's where the right. 27 comes mm -hmm. from. So, all right. Um, so anyway, check out this article if you have questions about medications um, and what's out there. Uh, this is a nice little summary uh, that's as up to date as we could find. Right. Right. So. Yeah. These these um, three that well two that you might see that we're just getting used to are um, have just come on the market. One is called Adzensis. Adzensis. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was. Um, uh, developed and, and um, hit, came on the market in September. And earlier in the year, just uh, in August, was, um, I think it's called, I've, I've not heard this word said anywhere. Mydeus? Mydeus. It looks like Mydeus. Um, and so that came out in August. That promises to give 16 hours of efficacy. August of 2017. Right, 2017. Right, right. right. Um, so these came out late last year. So they've been used in 2018. We're still getting used to some of these things, mm -hmm. um, but again, what they're promising is a longer efficacy time. That they're gonna they're gonna take the children through homework and right. meal times, and then uh, they'll be able to settle when they go to sleep. So anyway, new things coming on. We'll keep an eye on these things yeah. and update you as needed. But absolutely, um, yeah. yeah, 32, 32. That's a lot. That's a lot. So mm -hmm. all right, that's it for today. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.